Welcome to the Conversation Starters. This is a podcast about getting into deeper conversations with anyone. I'm Karina. And I'm Hannah, and this is part two on how to consider your context. But let's start out with our question of the week. So our question today is really basic, but it's really important to the topic we're talking about. It's the classic, are you an introvert or an extrovert? We've been using these terms in our other episodes, but we haven't really defined them. So let's do that first. Yeah, so the basic definition of an introvert versus an extrovert is what energizes you. An introvert is someone who's energized by spending time alone. An extrovert is energized by spending time with people. Um, These aren't interchangeable with shy or outgoing, and it doesn't mean that, for example, an introvert is always wanting time alone. It just means that, you know, if an introvert goes to a social gathering by the end, they will feel tired. That doesn't mean they don't want to keep going to social gatherings or that they don't love talking. Yeah. But a lot of times they're energized by more specific types of people or types of conversation. Yeah. And I guess it's not like a black and white situation where you're either this or that and it's completely one or the other. You can be, I guess, somewhere in the middle in between and like I would I would usually say I'm somewhere in between but actually maybe a good a good term to describe myself would be I'm an outgoing introvert I love socializing and all but in the end I always come back and take time for myself to kind of recharge so in our last episode we were talking about context how to keep in mind what's happening around your conversation so that you can be intentional about it we talked about trust We talked about personality, the different preferences people have about conversation, and we talk about expectations, the expectations you bring for the conversation itself, and also those you have for the relationship and how to be considerate with that. So this week we'll be talking about the other three components uh, for context that we outlined, circumstances, culture, and finally, environment. Okay, so first up is circumstances. Um, This would be what's happening in each of your lives individually um, when you're having the conversation. So it includes your moods, things that change the way you interpret the conversation because you know whether things have been going well for you or not. And I guess right now circumstances are really complicated for everybody and a lot of people are facing some really hard situations in their lives right now while most of the communication is still just online. Yeah, circumstances, they're very interesting to me right now. Um, I guess we don't want to date the podcast too much talking about um, lockdowns and things like that. But here's what's been so interesting during this time. Okay, so many of us have just been communicating online. And so we're reaching out to people completely blind to their circumstances, even though we have this narrative that we're all experiencing the same thing. You know, you're reaching through a platform and it's the same experience whether you're talking to someone who's your neighbor or someone who lives in another country. You have all these things that you can talk about and the experience of reaching out to them is the same. But at the same time, it's very obvious that people have been experiencing this radically differently. Yeah, I definitely see a very large spectrum of what's happening right now in people's lives. Uh, The experiences range from very positive to very negative. And some people, for example, are getting extremely productive with their time and others are completely backlashing against that. And just 
saying you need to relax and kind of just take it day by day and some people are really grieving and suffering in this time and it's just a very big spectrum of experiences. It's been really magnified when we're not in a shared place together. Yeah, exactly. I guess the thing is this is always true. It's very true when you're talking about online communication, but it is it's it's always true that I don't think I think enough about other people's circumstances. It's kind of like what we talked about with episode 2 and thinking of people as, you know, they're the main character in their own stories. And so if you just put a little thought into who they are as a person, then you will find something interesting to talk to them about. Um, And circumstances bring up something similar. You know, every person that comes into a conversation is coming from something. And so if you put a little time to ask about that or to think about it beforehand, I just guarantee that'll be better for the interaction and for the relationship. So I guess the next question is, how do you do this? Yeah, I was thinking about practical ways to find out what the latest update in their life is. And I think a really nice method to do that is highlights and lowlights. And I like this because you can do it in groups and you can also do it one-on-one. And basically it doesn't need an introduction. You can just go ahead and say, so why don't we just all share our highlights and lowlights and talk about something that made us happy this week, this month, this year, whatever, uh, and something that really bothered us. And you can really get a large spectrum of responses in that, but it's really helpful. Another way is also to check their social media. If there are people who use social media, it can give you a little bit of a hint of what's going on in their life, especially in times where there is no global crisis. Uh, Yeah, just check up on what they've been doing lately and kind of have something to to get a grip on while you're starting. So tell me about what's happening with this. Yeah, that's great. I, I feel like a podcast with our topic might tend to be hard on social media yeah. or the way that it substitutes for conversation. But that's a great point. That's a great way to use it. Even if someone is not very active on social media, I feel that that in and of itself is a starting point for me in getting to know someone like, oh, interesting. I couldn't find you online. Or someone who posts online in a way that I don't fully by, if that makes sense. Um, Even if you see someone's presence online as inauthentic or, you know, only showing the positive or only complaining, um, that's still a starting point because it's telling you something about what that person values or what that person sees as normal based on what's on their own news feeds, you know? So uh, yeah, I think social media can be a really good starting point for circumstances if we look at it in that light. I guess my biggest tip for circumstances is just Remember that people are always changing. Mm. The way that I feel about myself as a parent or the way I felt when I was single, um, the way I felt in different jobs, you know, week to week, it can change dramatically. And sometimes I think we hear about those circumstances when they're going really well or really not well. And it's not wise to just say that's how that person feels about it um, because it's very likely changing and checking back in with a person uh, is a good idea. Yes, very true. Okay, so we got two more to go. The next one is honestly so huge. It would take like 30 episodes for us to break it down. Um, But culture. Yes. You got to take this one. I have a lot of experience with this one. I, as I mentioned before, I'm half Swiss, half Lebanese, and I grew up in the Middle East. So I have this beautiful mix of culture that I love. 
but is so clashing with each other. <laughs> I mean, my parents kind of grew into like their own type of culture at this point, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they they clash with the outside world very much. For example, my dad comes from a more cold culture, from the Swiss culture. And I don't know if that is just the Swiss culture in general. I don't want to generalize. But like my dad, if I ask him, if I make something for him to eat and it's really good, everyone loves it. I ask him, so how do you find the food? If he really, really, really loved it, he'll be like, hmm, it was fine. <laughs> that's That's like... Wow, amazing. This is great. I would wake up at night to eat from this. <laughs> but but my my mom would be like, wow. Like if I walk out of my room and I just dressed nice for the day, she'll be like, wow, you look so good today. I love your outfit. You look fresh and nice and like all the compliments. And I love both. <laughs> like my dad always brings me back to earth and my mom just sends me back to the clouds all the time. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. But, you know, the question of the week, for example, and it's funny because we brought it up before, but if I would ask my dad something like, um, what, I I actually asked this question. I asked the, uh, what are three things at a party uh, that would attract you to the party? And they had the hardest time to answer. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so horrible. (laughs) Like my dad was like, well, I don't really enjoy going to parties. I mean, it depends. So yeah, I guess this comes back to like very much different culture, also personality, but very much to do with culture, very much to do with truth versus um, like telling the truth versus making people feel comfortable around you. And I think that's the big contrast between warm and cold culture. One thing I was going to say is... There's, there's like capital C culture, you know, um, like warm culture, cold culture, the culture of the country where you're from. Um, but there's so much variance when you're just looking at families. I mean, you yourself, when you were saying, I don't know if this is Swiss or if this is my dad, you know? And so just things like competitiveness or some families, they sort of mess with each other more. Some families play practical jokes. Some families are very, very private. You know, some families, there's a lot of sensitive things you can't bring up. You know, you have culture, but you also have so much variance with individuals and families that you you could be talking to someone from your same culture and you still need to use that same, like, gui- those same guidelines of, like, figuring out mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. this person comes from. Yeah. And I I think a lot of times culture and personality kind of get mixed up within a family where you have this this common personality that kind of takes over the family where we're more um, analysis oriented in my family, for example, and in other families, they're more story oriented and we just want to tell stories and experiences and in other families, they're more like talking about feelings. And I, I think it yeah, as you're saying, there's like big culture and there's smaller family cultures. And I think it's good to be aware of both of those. Yeah, exactly. Maybe so maybe our recommendations for this one would be, first of all, you know, respecting this as a difference between people. And if you're in a new context or you're getting to know someone from a very different culture to, you know, do some reading, do some work, figure out what, you know, what comes across well and how to respect it and so on. Ask our question of the week. How is it yeah. when you're among yourselves. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
you really want to ask these questions of the individual and not in a way that makes them the representative of their whole culture, Mm. but in a way that says, what is this like for you? Because you are learning things about their culture and you're keeping their culture in mind, but you're also just, you know, you're getting to know them. And I I guess it's good to always be okay or allow the person to give you their perspective on the big culture say okay I'm telling you about the Swiss people I'm telling you about the Lebanese people but always be open for other perspective at the same time and I guess you Hannah have experienced that very much moving to a new country where everyone maybe wants to teach you about the culture I don't know if you're trying to get to know the Lebanese culture through me you you might feel like I'm contradicting (laughs) some things but oh yeah it's yeah it's fine it's my perspective on the Lebanese culture and then you see the next one Mm -hmm. oh yeah definitely almost every person that you meet is like let me tell you about Lebanon (laughs) and they're all and they're very wildly different and (laughs) yeah I can imagine. But they're all, I mean, they're all important. That's the thing. Like, I can tell you that it's a hundred times more helpful to talk to a hundred Lebanese people with different opinions than to read one guidebook. Yeah. Because anything that gives you just the one very basic Wikipedia summary of a culture is just, it's just wrong. Like, it's okay to have that as your starting point because that's all you have access to. But I mean, if you are going to a new culture, my recommendation is skip the guidebooks and just watch YouTubers from that country because mm, yeah and like see all the different perspectives is so helpful it's true it's true our last one is the environment this is the literal environment of the conversation what's happening physically around you while you're talking and it's kind of a it's a good pair with circumstances circumstances is what each of you brings into the room and the environment is the room itself. So yes, it's like, are point. you at your favorite place where you've always, you always meet up in the same place and you're eating and drinking or in another circumstance, you're like, there's lots of people around that can hear you mm-hmm. or yeah, or like you're in a group or you're in, you know, there's, there's all kinds of factors that we could go into here, but it has to do with the comfort that you have and, um, you know, the, the things that are sort of coming in into your conversation whether you want them or not it's somewhat self-explanatory and in other ways there's a lot to say but maybe we could totally do an episode on um hosting people in your home or um you know specific places and how to do conversation well there but i think for this episode i don't have more to say Mm -hmm. and i guess just make these factors work for you consider what makes the people you're talking to come alive uh what helps them to have a better time, what are the traditions that form your identity together, but also um, what what are things you want to connect about also looking forward, not just what's happening right now, what happened in the past, but also looking forward, maybe making new plans. Um, just keep in mind the context uh, and and be aware of more than what's just happening right now. So that wraps up our giant explanation of context. I'm sure there's still a lot to be said, but we can return to that maybe in later episodes. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Subscribe, rate the podcast, all of that. I mean, we're totally at a stage where that makes a huge difference in uh, visibility. And if you're on Instagram, come find us at The Conversation Starters. Yeah, and we had some really good feedback this week about what makes you comfortable in a conversation and what helps you open up 
and you should definitely go check out the comments. Also, tune in to our next episode. It's going to be about developing your own style of conversation. And that's my favorite one. Thanks again for listening and talk to you next week. Bye.